Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. I got a true story for you. Legitimately, yesterday, we're sitting down at supper. I've got two boys, um, John and Ben. John is um, almost six, and Ben is almost three. And John is there at the table, and if you've got kids, you've seen this happen. And he's there at the table, and he's got one of these going on. Right? And we're like, what is going on with this kid? Like, I don't think we gave him pure sugar, but he's just, he's all over the place. And Heidi goes, oh, I know what's going on. You got to go pee. <laughs> so she says, go pee. And he's like, I don't, I don't. And he, off he goes. <laughs> he spends what? I don't know, like three, four minutes in the bathroom. Okay. He comes back out. He sits back down. We're trying to have supper. And he's still dancing. And we're like, what is going on? He's like, do you need to pee again? Like, go, like what is going on? He's like, he's like, oh, I forgot to go pee. <laughs> what? Like, you spent four minutes in the bathroom. What were you doing? How did you go to the bathroom and forget to go pee? Somehow, somehow he went and got totally distracted and missed what he was supposed to be doing. Now, you and I have never had that experience, have we? You go, you go to do something. Maybe it's to... Go get the clothes out of the dryer, and on your way to get the clothes out of the dryer, you notice that something is messy, and so you stop and you pick up that thing, and then you notice something else is messy, and so you stop and pick up that thing. Some of you have never cleaned anything, so you don't get this one. Um, and, and, you, and then three hours have gone by, and now you're cooking supper, or you're fixing the car or something, and somebody comes along and says, where are the clothes? You're like, oh, I get distracted. You're doing something and then somebody calls and they ask you to do something for them and then you're, you're off doing that thing and the original task is forgotten. Maybe you just get curious about something or you're looking something up on Google and then you see another picture of something or a video and then you're, you're down that rabbit trail and then three hours later you're like, oh, Right, I didn't get that piece of information I was originally looking for. Sometimes it happens when we're driving. Where you're, you're going for a destination and then you kind of see the traffic or you're, you're like, ah, I don't want to drive down through that part of town or, or whatever. And so you take a little detour and then you totally get lost. 
It's incredible. Like, when you get into that complicated part of the navigation, you've got to turn the radio down so you can see better. Except there's no volume button on the children. Right? And you're there, and you're trying to navigate this thing, or you're trying to go through the drive through or whatever, and the kids are just screaming. And that's whether, it doesn't matter if they're 3-year-olds or, or 16-year-olds, they're in the car and they're screaming, and you're trying to figure this out, and they, you just, you're trying to turn the volume down, and it just doesn't work. And, and because all that's going on, you miss your turn, or you get too close to the next car, or something happens, you order the wrong thing. Sometimes it's because we're tired. Sometimes it's just we question whether or not we're on the right path. And so you're, you're, going, you're going someplace and you're like, I don't know if this is the right road. And so you change roads and then you end up someplace you shouldn't be. Distraction is something that we are all very familiar with. It happens to us all. Sometimes in more important things and sometimes less important things. But regardless of why it happens, when distraction happens, we miss our turns, we bump into other cars, we get lost, we don't make it to our destination on time, and sometimes we actually get into big trouble and crash. Last week... Pastor Brad shared a, a very simple concept that if you want to get someplace, you first need to decide where it is you want to go. You need to decide where it is you want to go if you want to get there. You cannot wander through life and end up in the best place possible. If you want to get someplace good, you've got to decide what that place is. That's a very simple, obvious concept, is it not? And yet, something that we rarely actually think about. Today's message is also quite simple. But we don't often think about it. And it can be very difficult to apply. See, the concept of distraction, that that applies to going through our lives and just doing chores. It applies to how we drive our cars, how we travel. But it also applies to our lives and to our goals. Say, say you went home last week and you said, okay, I've got to decide where I want to go in my life and I've made this decision. This is what I want. Well, now comes the hard part. Once you've decided where it is you want to go, what you want to see happen in your life, now you've actually got to go through the journey of getting there. Maybe you have decided that there is an addiction in your life that you want to beat. But then that desire to have a partner in your life wells up and you get distracted. Maybe you've decided that you want to fix your marriage. But then all you can think about is the money and all the other details in your life, and that becomes a second thing, or a third thing, or fourth thing, and you, you, you're distracted, you're off of it. You've decided that you want to follow Jesus, that that has to be the, the driving, driving force in your life. But you get distracted by a desire for sex, or money, or power, or 
The idea that, well, it doesn't feel wrong, so there can't be anything wrong with it. You decide that you want to lose weight and you want to be healthier, but you get scared of losing your coping mechanism. You want to give more, you want to serve more, you want to volunteer more, you want to be more generous, but you get busy with sports and hobbies and earning more stuff and bigger vacations. You decide that you want to really invest in reaching the lost, helping those who need the hope of Christ. But you get distracted by just playing church, showing up and doing things the way you like them to be done. Proverbs Proverbs 4.27 says, Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Both these passages say, Don't get distracted. If you're on a path and you turn to the right or to the left, you turn around, you're going to do damage, you're going to get off the path, something's going to fall apart and things are going to get messy and you are not going to get where it is that you need to be going. Your addiction is going to hold on or it might get worse. Your marriage may decrease to the point that it is not savable. The weight loss thing will become the least of your concerns as your health issues continue to compound. You may lose somebody before you had the chance to share your faith with them. Your kids may turn away from God. Or you might just spiral yourself. I think we're all aware of the dangers of distraction, but we don't, we don't think about it. Back in the 1980, there was a young girl named Carrie Leitner. And she was walking to a church carnival in California. And there was a three-time repeat offender who was just released from jail for the fourth DUI. So had been arrested four times for driving under the influence. And he hit Carrie. And killed her instantly. I believe the description said something about her ending up one place and her shoes ending up someplace else. Laura, age six, died from complications and injuries after a head-on collision with a drunk driver. Laura's mom, Cindy, and Carrie's mom, Candace, began an organization 
called Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Because of the dangers of distracted driving. We live in a world now where drunk driving is one of the problems, but we're all aware that there are many other problems, and now there are laws in place against all sorts of distracted driving. You're there, and you're on your cell phone. You're playing a game. You're trying to text. You're trying to call somebody. You're, you're, you're focused on all the food that you've got in your lap, whatever it is, and you're driving and you're distracted. The consequences of that can be incredibly severe. Sometimes it's just a ticket. Sometimes it's you go off the road a little bit. Sometimes you end up in the ditch. Sometimes it's a fender bender. And sometimes people die. This is my point here today. Don't get distracted. Because it's not worth it. This is what says... In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 4, Paul is writing to the young pastor Timothy, and in his second letter to Tim, he says this, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine, good teaching, proper truth. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Whatever it is that they agree with, whatever it is that they want to hear, they're going to gather around them. They're going to follow those people on social media. They're going to watch those YouTube videos. They're going to ignore truth, and they're just going to listen to those that they already agree with so that they feel validated in what they want to believe. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardships, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. If you want to get where it is that God is calling you to go, where you have determined God wants you to be next, you can't let yourself get distracted. It's not worth it. It may seem trivial, it may seem like it doesn't matter. And maybe, maybe a little bit of distraction here or there may not cause any issues. But the risk of it causing massive catastrophe is significant. So stay focused. We need to stay focused. If we want to get where it is that we want to go and where God is calling us to go, if you have already decided, all right, I want to get there, I have to decide where I want to go, that's the first step, and you've already made that decision of getting rid of addiction or working on your marriage or figuring out your finances or, or just getting your life right with Christ, whatever it is, and you want to get there, you've got to make that decision, and now the next step is make sure that you do not get distracted. You must stay focused. How do you do that? Three things. Number one, 
get help. Get a co-pilot. When you're driving someplace, instead of you handling the phone calls and you handling the music and you handling the navigation, have a co-pilot who can handle that stuff while you're the one driving. Get help. Don't do this on your own. In your life, do not do these things on your own. It doesn't matter if it's your money or your marriage or your, your finances or your health or whatever it is. Don't try to do it on your own. You don't have to do it on your own. Get some help. Number two, remember what the goal is. Do whatever you've got to do to keep the goal in front of you. If the goal is to have $2,000 in your savings account, that's just what you want. You just want to have $2,000 there. You just got to build it up. You don't, want to, you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. You just got to figure out a way to have a little bit of money there, and that's your, that's your next goal. Put it everywhere so you can't miss it. Write it on post-its notes. Set reminders on your phone. Write it on the mirror. Whatever it is you got to do, create a poster. Keep the goal in front of you. And number three, Get rid of the distractions. It's pretty obvious when you're driving, don't have the phone there. Don't have the drink in your hand. Don't try to eat whatever it is. You've got distractions You've got things in your life that can distract you from what it is that you need to be doing. Get rid of them. The risk of them distracting you from the thing that God is calling you to be and to do is not worth it. Get help. Remember your goal and remove the distractions. If you're trying to beat an addiction... Keep that goal in front of you. Remember that you're doing this so the rest of your life can be free. You're trying to fix your marriage. Set aside the money. Set aside the, the job. Set aside the, the, the goals for your house. The renovations. The dreams about going on some extravagant vet vacation, whatever it is, set aside the other things until that first is dealt with. You want to follow Jesus? Let Him be the thing that fills your life. You want to lose weight and be healthier? Just don't have the junk in your house. The distraction, the risk of the distraction is not worth it. You may be able to handle it. It may be okay. You may be able to have a cheap day. If you don't have it, you won't get distracted by it and you won't run the risk. You want to give more or serve more? Schedule your life around those things. Give first. Volunteer first. 
serve first and then add in all the other stuff after. You want to save the lost. Spend more and more time with them. This is not a this is not a, a novel, complicated concept, is it? But it's incredibly difficult to wrestle with and apply. But it's what we gotta do. Don't get distracted. Because it's not worth it. I want you to go home and on your bathroom mirror or kitchen window or whatever, I want you to write, stay focused. Stay focused. Because the risk of distraction is not worth it. And if you can avoid the distraction, you're one step closer to getting where it is that you want to go and God wants you to be next. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.